Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Tonight we're going to do a little bit of a new episode called The Magic Sword. Now this one stands on its own, so uh, even if you haven't been listening to the Spaceship series, you should be able to understand it. And uh, if you have been listening to the Spaceship series, you should also be able to understand it. I'm trying a bit of a new thing with this out on social media. Um, basically, I have posted a reel and a video and all that sort of stuff on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. So parents out there or kids out there, if you have an idea of what you want to see happen next in this series or another series, just follow me on one of those platforms and you can comment on the video there. Uh, maybe we can write the next one together. Anyways, we'll get on to the story now, but don't forget if you like it, Read it, review it, share it with a friend. Uh, it goes a long way to share the podcast. Now, time to get as comfy as you can in your bed. Close your eyes and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself laying comfortably in your bed. Suddenly, there's a flash of light outside your window. You sit up quickly and run out to the window to see what it was. You see some sort of blue streak flying through the sky. It looks kind of like lightning, but a little bit slower. It seems to hit the ground just outside of your house. Weird. You feel a strange tug coming from it, and you have an irresistible urge to go and check out and see what it was. You get on your jacket and your pants and your clothes as quickly as you can. Then you open up the front door and you walk outside. It's very early morning at this point, but it's still a little bit dark. You walk away from your house towards the pull. And as you walk, you pass all of the things in your neighborhood. The houses, the trees, until you start to come to a place that you don't recognize very well. And you see a long trail that seems to lead into a forest. But something about it tells you that this is exactly where that pole is coming from. So you walk down the trail. You pass trees and streams. You can hear the wind and feel the breeze on your face as you walk peacefully through the forest. Before long, you come to a clearing that seems to be filled with a strange glow to it. You look around the clearing and in the center of it, you see something strange, something shiny, sticking out of a stone. You walk towards the stone and it becomes obvious that there's some sort of sword sticking right out of it. In fact, it's not just any sword. It's a katana, the kind of sword that a samurai or maybe even a ninja would use. The blade of the sword is incredibly polished and the handle is wrapped with a black rope twisted around and around again for grip. You walk towards the sword. You place both hands on the handle, and a strange tingling sensation passes through your body. It gives you a shiver all the way up your spine. And then you feel a surge of power, a newfound strength that you didn't have before. You pull up on the sword, and it easily slides out of the rock. You feel a bit different now. The sword feels incredibly natural in your hand. You begin to swing it about in the forest, doing spins and figure eights, flipping it around your hand and slicing through the air with ease. You had no idea you even knew how to do this. You begin to practice swinging the sword around more and more, chopping branches off of trees with an easy slice. 
And the more you practice, the more you realize that something is very different. The movements come easily. You seem to have a natural ability to spin through the air and to twist and turn with the sword in any direction. Almost as if you've been training in martial arts and even acrobatics for years. Huh. Well, it's time you should probably get back to your house, so you begin heading back down the trail. You trip on something as you move forward. You look down and you see that it's a long piece of wood. You pick up the long piece of wood and look inside it. There's a slice just the right size for a blade. This isn't a stick at all. It's a scabbard for the sword. It must have fallen from the sky as well. You pick up the scabbard and slide the sword inside it. It makes a clinking noise at the end, which is incredibly satisfying. Holding the sword in your one hand, you begin to make your way back through the forest trail. Only now the walk seems so much easier. You jump from rock to rock. You can even kick off the trees and do little twists and twirls. Something about this sword seems to have given you a newfound ability. Almost as if you're a ninja or something like that. You head back to your house and quietly open the door, making sure not to wake anyone. You head back into your bedroom and quietly close the door to it. When the door latches, you walk over to a mirror in the corner. You look in the mirror while holding the sword. You pull the blade out and you watch as you swing it around in front of you with ease. A move you'd never learned before but now seem to be able to do easily. You slide the sword back in the wooden scabbard and you check it out in the mirror. You try putting the sword at your side to see what it'll look like. It looks kind of cool. And then you put it at your back to see what it might look like. And something strange happens. A strap appears around your chest holding the sword on directly to your back. You let go and sure enough the sword's just sitting there, now attached to you, almost magically, or maybe actually magically. Then as you look at the reflection in the mirror, the sword disappears. Where did it go? You throw your arms up above your head and you easily touch the sword but you can't see the sword in the mirror for some reason. You feel around for the scabbard and pull the sword out of it. The sword appears again and you can see it in the mirror as you swing it around. Testing theory, you put the sword back in the scabbard behind your back and let go of it. Once again, the sword disappears. Is this some sort of invisible sword or something? Amazing. This means you can take it out with you and even go places. And it probably means you'll still have your special powers when you do. You decide to head outside and head to the local park. Normally you'd walk there or get a ride from your parents, but today you feel like you have all the energy in the world. You head back outside and look up at a tree that's near the front of your house. You have a strange feeling that you can just run directly up it. So you give it a try. You run straight at the tree as quickly as you can, and as soon as you get close enough you leap up into the air. Your foot meets the tree trunk and you're able to shoot yourself up in the air, grabbing onto a branch with your hands. You then swing back and forth, spinning yourself around the branch. You let go when you're at the top of the spin, execute a perfect backflip, and land on top of the branches. Cool, you say. You run off of one of the branches back towards your house. You jump off of it with ease, flying through the air. 
you do a twisting somersault and land gracefully on the roof of your house. Apparently this sword gives you special parkour abilities too. You begin running down the side of your house and you find that with ease you can leap from house to house, from tree to tree, and you begin to make your way to the park that way, jumping on the roofs of houses and running along whenever there's a chance, leaping onto the branches of trees, climbing up higher and then swinging to the next building or object you see. You make it to the park in no time, gracefully flying out of one of the trees and landing on the grass beside it. You head over to the park and begin to play, but you immediately notice that it's easier than it ever has been. The monkey bars? No problem at all. You find you can actually leap from one end to the other end without even trying. You fly up ladders more easily, you move from one obstacle to the other more easily, and you even seem to slide more easily, which you wouldn't think would be a ninja thing, but it seems to be, it seems to be. Anyways, you spend some more time playing on the playground, having an absolute blast. When out of the corner of your eye, you see something going on. There's a group of big kids from the neighborhood that are picking on one of your friends. They seem to be pushing him away from the park, telling him that it's theirs to play with, not his. That doesn't seem very nice. You decide it's probably the right thing to do to walk away, but for some reason today you just don't feel like doing it. You walk straight up to those big kids, look them in the eyes, and you say, Hey, be nice. The kids take their attention away from your friend and look directly at you. Well, what do we got here, boys? The leader of the big kids says, pounding his fist against his hand. So, you want to make this your business, do you? Well, we'll teach you a lesson. The three big kids begin to surround you, each one of them looking pretty mean and pretty big and pretty tough. You get a sudden sense from behind you, just a feeling of some kind that something's coming at you. You naturally spin out of the way, and as you do, you see that your sense was right. The big kid who was behind you ran and tried to grab you. You spin around him, pushing him out of the way, and he flies into one of the other boys and they both fall to the ground. They get up even madder than before. Thinking that your first deflection must have been a fluke, the boss of the big kids gets angry. Ugh, do I have to do everything myself? He says. He runs straight at you, looking to grab your shirt, but you just kind of turn your body to the side, push his arm away from you, and he stumbles a little bit. He turns back towards you, wondering how you just did that, and with both hands goes to grab you. But again, you just duck out of the way, roll backwards, and stand back up. <sighs> Get him, boys! This kid's getting annoying! The three bullies begin to chase you, and you run away from them through the playground. You jump up, grab onto the monkey bars, and swing to the other side, landing gracefully, but one of the boys jumps up above you, and another one jumps up beside you. The two of them seem to make eye contact with each other, and at the same time, the one kid leaps down from above and the other kid leaps straight at you. You just jump backwards, swing on the monkey bars again, doing a perfect backflip and landing on the ground, just in time to see the other boys collide with each other, hit their heads and 
fall down on their backs. They look kind of dazed and not so ready to get up. Then you feel that feeling again, as if something's coming for your head. Your instincts kick in, you duck and roll backwards again, and you see that the boss of the big kids had just narrowly missed grabbing you once more. He begins backing up towards you, and you back away from him, moving closer and closer to the playground. Soon you're cornered, the playground's behind your back, and the big kid's in front of you. He runs straight at you. Without thinking, you use your feet to shoot up off the playground, spin in the air, and then you use the bully's shoulders to launch off even further, twist around and land perfectly, just in time to see the big bully hit the playground and fall down on his bum too. The three boys are generally okay, but they give each other a look that says, maybe we better get out of here. They brush themselves off, and they walk away from the playground. Happy that uh, you didn't actually have to do anything to hurt anybody, because that's not really the way you should live. You walk back to your house. You enter your room, and you reach up over your back. You easily feel the sword and scabbard. You give it a little pull, and the strap that was around your chest releases letting you take the sword off. You're feeling more tired than you normally would, as if you'd have exerted a whole bunch more energy than you normally would by this point in the day. You decide to take a little nap. You place the magic katana down in the corner of your room, and you climb into your bed. You pull the covers up over top of yourself, and your eyes begin to get heavier and heavier. You allow yourself to sink down into the mattress. With each breath, you release more tension. You release anything holding on to your muscles. And you allow yourself to sink deeper and deeper into the mattress. You allow your mind to wander where it wants to go. And you allow yourself to drift off to sleep. Good night, everyone. <laughs>